Hi, welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, I had a conversation with my dad, who shared how COVID-19 has affected him personally as an engineer, his work environment, and he shares his thoughts on the pandemic. I liked his perspectives on our current situation, and he shared some really good tips with moving forward. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I talk about how COVID-19 has affected me personally as a freelancer living in New York City, my work environment, where I'm currently quarantined at, three things I want to do when the quarantine is over, and tips for staying motivated while staying home. It was middle of March when things really escalated in New York City. Fortunately, my parents drove up to New York City to pick me up, and we drove back down together. I've been quarantined in my family home in North Carolina for about a month and a half. It's been a good month and a half so far. Every time I go home, it's usually been for a shorter period of time, and I'm always in that mindset that I'm on vacation visiting my family. So Having to change that mindset was difficult at first. I would find myself sleeping in until 10 a.m. And I'm normally a morning person, and I like to be up and at it early in the morning. So for me to start off on a later wake-up time has really thrown me off. You know what else has thrown me off? Smelling my mom's cooking all around the house. And being able to hear other people go about their day. It's just everything in the house echoes and you can pretty much hear everything going on and what everyone is doing. In New York City, I'm used to my studio apartment. It was small and cozy, but it was still my own space. And there, I'm used to just eating on my own and eating whenever I find the time to do it. I don't really eat breakfast, so coming here was definitely a change. I think the biggest challenge was trying to fit all our schedules into our household. There's been Zoom calls from the master bedroom, conference calls from the living room, FaceTime sessions from the bedrooms, and then there are my new adopted kittens. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting them a little too much, Pepper and Luna, and they have been running around the house. Like I said, it's been a challenge. Something I haven't really talked about as much on my Instagram or blog has been how COVID has affected me personally in terms of my career and my job. I haven't really talked about it because It's been a weird and difficult time for me. But as I mentioned in a blog post, this is the season to be more communicative. And there's a lot to be said and heard. We joke that we wish we could go back to 2019 or that 2020 has been canceled. But truth is, that's just avoiding what's really going on here. Avoiding the fact that we are restricted and limited a lot of the things we've been able to do at free will. What are some things we are able to do freely? 
Things we've been able to do without thinking about it because it's never been an issue until now. Think about it. Going outside to the park, going to the beach, traveling to different countries, shopping at retail stores, getting our hair done at salons, and now restrictions on everything. You can't do this. You can't go here. You can't do that. Things that we're not used to doing. Things that we're not comfortable or familiar with. And when we're not familiar with things, fear creeps in. In this time, my mind has been all over the place. I've been down many days, but also up many days. I'll have days when I'm motivated and days when I'm unmotivated, and it'll just cycle on like that. Up and down and up and down. The lack of consistency has made me question my mentality several times throughout the quarantine. Another thing I've been questioning is my job situation. As a freelancer, things aren't as set as a corporate job. There's a lot of uncertainty right off the bat with a freelance job. I moved forward with it knowing that. Knowing that I can't guarantee things will be great in two months and not great in three months. However, this time has been difficult for me to process. Almost to the point where it doesn't feel as valid because I am still able to be with family during this time, with the roof over my head, with food on the table. All things that I am grateful for. The first two weeks sleeping at night have been the most difficult times during the quarantine. I couldn't sleep because I was consumed with fear and worry over my work. I had just started to pick up on clients managing their social platforms. I had quit my full-time job to pursue this, and things were finally coming together. I was beginning to feel in a better place with freelancing. But then COVID happened. My clients started to drop off, and the work I had started building before came to a halt. To be honest, it made me doubt my abilities, almost question whether I was going down a career path that wasn't the right fit for me. And I feel like I've been going through these cycles like that, just these mental cycles where I'll beat myself up thinking, just because something isn't going right means it's not right for me. Or I'm not doing something right, instead of trying to understand that all of these moments where I'm feeling this way and that this mindset that frustrates me is what helps me get there. It's not about getting to that destination. It's about the process and the journey in between. And those are the most important lessons of all. It's not the success of what happens. It's, it really is understanding and learning from everything that happened that got you to that place. It took some time for me to realize that just because I cannot put my energy into helping my clients grow their brands doesn't mean I'm not creative. It just means I need to exert the energy elsewhere. I speak of never settling, and here I was almost wanting to surrender because I 
I wasn't able to do the version of the job I wanted to do. If you can visualize a devil and an angel sitting on two sides of a shoulder, that's exactly what it felt like on and off for two weeks. Constant bickering on both ends. Trying to prove itself that one side was more correct than the other. It's exhausting. Which probably explained why it was hard to sleep at night too. At first, I felt like a failure. That somehow this was my fault. But the more you put pressure on yourself, the more you criticize your ability to perform your best, the more you create these expectations for yourself, the more you are likely to be disappointed. And expectations more often than not can lead to disappointment. Basically, I kept setting myself up for disappointment because in my head, I had already built the foundation of where I needed to be. I needed to be up here at this time, on this month, or else you're not good enough. It's one thing not living up to other people's expectations, but it's a whole different feeling of not living up to your own. In the past, I almost took it out on my lack of control. And even now, in the midst of this quarantine, there are these moments where I still crave that bit of control. I don't have this control of being back in New York City, walking the streets, me being able to continue my life just how I left it. I did a podcast episode on my unhealthy eating habits and behavior in episode 13. There have been days these past two months where that voice has felt louder than before, taunting me in a way to go back to my old habits, that maybe it's for the best. It's hard to give up that control when it's controlled the majority of your life. I know that there will be relapses, lots of it. I know it. It's been such a big part of my life that I cannot expect it to completely go away. And just like this coronavirus, it's best not to avoid the situation because they always have a way of coming back. Just like I'm trying to accept that I will have days where I want to control how I look in the mirror or what food goes in my mouth or lack thereof, There will be days harder than others because this world is suffering through a pandemic that does not have a vaccination for it yet. I know a lot of us are dying to go back to normal, dying to go back to their work office, dying to see their friends in person, dying to go back to school, dying to hug someone, kiss someone, dance with someone. Dying to go back to bars, dying to go back to the gym, dying to get their hair cut, nails done, all of that. Something that's been so inspiring and helpful during this time has been the Elevation Church podcast. I felt super inspired by Stephen Furtick's message on looking forward to normal, and the points he makes are true. What if normal isn't something to get back to? 
What if normal is something to look forward to? What if the normal that we knew is not the normal that God is leading us into next? What if normal is something to look forward to? Why do we assume that normal is back there? The normal we're used to isn't the normal anymore, or at least it won't be the same as we left it. We're not picking up where we left off, certainly not. Just as my dad mentioned in the most recent podcast episode, which you should definitely listen to, this pandemic has really changed our world and will continue to change societal, political, economical, social, and environmental issues. Everything changes in a way. And one important part that really stood out to me was this. Just because it's normal to you doesn't mean it's normal to everyone. Because who gets to choose what normal is anyway? Who made that rule that it's normal to go out on Saturday nights? Who said it was normal to have this type of haircut or look this certain way? This could be a whole podcast on its own, but I'll stop there because I want to talk more about how I've been coping with the mental and physical issues of being in quarantine. As I've mentioned, I've been really up and down throughout this quarantine, but I've also learned how to get myself back on track in some ways. The first few weeks were difficult, and it was mainly me trying to figure out how and why I was feeling this way, and how to change that, how to change how I see it, because that's what's important. We can't change the situation, but we can change how we see it and react to it. We can't put a band-aid over this pandemic and pretend that it doesn't exist because clearly we can't do anything else during this time, so might as well embrace it and accept it, and find a way to see it differently. I've been able to maintain my own routine that I've had in New York, meaning that I still write down the same things I need to get done, because that's always helped me. It keeps me grounded and helps me focus. I still wake up between 8 to 9 a.m. every day, regardless of what I have, and I feed the cats. Well, That's new. That's not a New York morning routine because they're new to my life. But I feed the cats and then I get lemon water in the mornings. I like to drink it on an empty stomach. Like I said, I don't eat breakfast, but I like to hydrate first thing in the morning. And that's when I start looking at emails and the news. And then I'll just prep myself and get back into the mentality that I'm still working on weekdays. After that, I like to work out in the mornings, and that's something that has been bringing me joy. I'm trying to see it that way because in New York, I haven't been able to work out in the mornings every day because there have always been things that pop up in the mornings, and in quarantine, there are no excuses. That's been a motto of mine. So I've been able to try different workouts. I've been doing yoga, something I didn't originally do since college. This is the time to try things we set aside because we've been busy and actually try something new. 
even if it's something we're not used to. I use this time to get myself back to feeling motivated and inspired, and then I'll continue on with my tasks for the day. Three things I want to do when the quarantine is over. Well, I want to go home to New York City and spend as much time as possible walking around outside. I miss Central Park. I miss walking by the water. I miss hearing the taxis honking. I don't know how I miss that, but I do. I miss waiting in that god-awful long line at Trader Joe's in the Chelsea area. I used to avoid it as much as possible because it was always packed. But what I would do to wait in that line just to feel the presence of other human beings. Ugh. I miss the days where I had to walk through Times Square to get to a destination. Less so the people, but just the energy in that area. I miss it. The second thing is I want to meet the people who have been communicative with me through quarantine and vice versa. During this time, I feel like true colors have really shown itself. People's true colors. The ones that really do miss you reach out to you, period. And on my end, I've done the same thing. It's been so important to me to remember that, even when quarantine is over. The third thing is get a haircut. It's about time I do it. I've been debating on cutting it during this quarantine, but I haven't had the courage to do it myself. I know this may come off as corny, but a thought crossed my mind, and it was that my hair has reminded me of all of us in some ways. It's been neglected in some ways with the restrictions of the quarantine, such as not getting it cut or done. And even though it's growing in different forms and speeds, we're still continuing to grow. It hasn't stopped just because this coronavirus pandemic put a pause on the world. And even if the growth isn't looking as pretty as we want it to be, it's still growing. And that's an important piece of it. And even though we'll eventually come out of this quarantine and we'll be able to get that haircut, we will always remember the process of having to stick with growing through split ends and in rough shapes and sizes. Okay, and rant with my hair. But hopefully that one sticks and you'll be able to remember that too. Last but not least, my one tip I have for staying motivated while staying home. Hmm. Even though there are a ton of tips I can offer for staying motivated while staying home, my number one tip would be to eliminate the pressure and the guilt of having to accomplish everything and focus on why you want to accomplish those things. The more I dig at the why behind my goals and tasks, the more it motivates me to continue. It's weird how that works. The minute you tell yourself that it's not a big deal if you don't do X, Y, and Z tasks, and then the next minute you're doing it and more, and all these ideas just come at you out of nowhere, and you're just like, why didn't you come when I actually needed you to come. Sometimes 
Your mind just needs to know that it will be fine without the pressure and trust in your abilities to get things done. So I want to ask you, has the quarantining had any noticeable impact in your daily life? I want to end on that note, and I'd love to hear your responses via Instagram, DM, or email, whatever works best. Has the quarantining had any noticeable impact in your daily life? Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. I hope you enjoyed following along on the Quarantine Chats series. It was fun sitting down with a few of my family members to talk about how coronavirus has affected them personally and their work environment. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next podcast series, Navigating Post-Coronavirus Series, where I will have guest speakers covering issues on what's to come with travel, fashion, PR and marketing, and more. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.